This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon, this is Front Row on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. Malam Takdir is a new opera in Bahasa Melayu by Johan Othman that is inspired by the Mahabharata and the story revolves around an imagined conversation between a king who was born blind and his advisor on the eve of a predestined war that would see all of the king's 100 sons killed in battle. So what then unfolds is described as an argument that brings to the fore this, a story of hope, betrayal, fate and human volition. So today on the show, I'm going to find out more about this opera, which employs a combination of music, movement and of course our national language from the production's director, Chi Sek Tim, and also performer Hilyati Ramli, who is taking on the role of the king. Welcome both of you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Juliet, for having us on the show. Absolute pleasure. I know you guys are joining me all the way from Penang. Uh, you know, thank you for making the time. Uh, really good to see you both. So uh, let, let's talk about uh, Malam Takdeh, right? I do I do understand that this was actually first presented as a as, as a play, am I correct? Uh, in Penang, uh, back in 2019. Sektim, you were the director then and uh, Hilyati, you were also one of the actors. Um, talk to me a little bit about what happened, the pandemic, all of that. Yes, we uh, started the project, Johan and I, in uh, 2019, uh, 2018 actually, okay. uh, when, when we, we developed the script from uh, an idea that he had uh, of writing something for the for from the Mahabharata, um, and we we talked over uh, a period of well, it's got to be like three months, and um, yeah, we met every two to three weeks, and we would talk a little bit about the text, and he'll go back and he'll write it, um, and it was originally written in English. Oh. Um, and then I asked him, you know, who is your target audience? And he said, I suppose it's uh, the Malay community. Then I said, okay, then in that case, you got the language wrong. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and by that time, we had already uh, decided that we will use uh, Hill and uh, uh, Riz as the actors. And, and we began the process of translating the entire script into Malay. Um, and that was how it started. Yeah. So we did the... the uh, we we performed the, the the text as a piece of drama um, because Johan and I wanted to establish the the drama first before adding the music onto the, the piece. Um, and after he wrote the piece, the drama, he dis- he thought that he didn't want to write <laughs> he didn't want to write the music anymore because he felt that the the language itself was uh, musical enough and uh, you know a lot of the cadence and how he had uh, used repetitive uh, repeated motifs uh, and phrases language phrases in the text and he thought that he didn't want to take away that by adding music uh, on top of that so i said to him well you know we still have uh, uh, a, a performance to do in KL, and I'm not sure if we should present the the work as it is. And besides, um, you you need to write something to put the entire play into context, right. because you know how often, you know, often when you take something out from a larger text, um, it's devoid of a little bit of a context, uh, unless the audience knows about the Mahabharata. Mm. Um, the, going to be a little bit difficult to make sense of it. So then he said, okay, you know, this gives me an opportunity and a reason to write uh, a soprano part. So we, we, so he wrote in Swara. Essentially, Swara is like a narrator and he provide, and she provides the context for the entire play. Okay. So we were gonna, we're going to do that already. In uh, That was going to be the next phase. And then, of course, the pandemic hit and the whole project was just shelved. Uh, and, 
But, until two years later. <laughs> but here we are, <laughs> right? <laughs> here we are, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, as fate would have it. As, as fate would as have it. Say. Yeah, I mean, it's quite epic, right? Uh, even the production of this is quite epic, like the story. Um, yeah. yeah. Sorry, can you hear me? Yes, very clear. Okay, all right. So, and, and that is something, I mean, that, that pull, I mean, taking from the Mahabharata, right? I mean, what, why did you guys want uh, to take on, uh, I mean, to, uh, to, to sort of like base it on an epic like the Mahabharata? I mean, uh, you know, do you think like th- that, that story still transcends times, you know, the themes that are covered, all of that, you know, still very relevant in uh, our context today, political, uh, all of that? Well, you know, I think that... Uh, one of the reasons why epics remain as epics is because they contain um, themes and uh, issues that remain relevant. Um, and they remain relevant because they, the, the epics themselves don't offer cut and dry solutions. Mm, mm-hmm. um, and raise the questions and raise the issues and um, you apply them. So, you, you when, so when we read the stories, um, and we go through the the process of understanding what the stories mean. Then, and, and as we apply uh, the lessons that are learned, then um, then only we start to negotiate um, with, within ourselves what what the applications are and how is it relevant, um, and you know whether things are right, whether things are wrong, um, and whether we agree with what's happening, what whether we disagree with what's happening, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, but the Mahabharata itself doesn't, you know, um, give you the solution. It doesn't uh, tell you that this is what it should be done, except that, you know, it's, uh, it's structured along the, the, the idea of um, what is correct behavior. But it doesn't quite tell you what is correct behavior. So, yeah. yes, exactly. So that leaves you, you know, you as the audience, of course, you can make your own decisions. You know, you, of course, you know, take what you will from it and make your own sort of like, uh, I guess, your own conclusions from it as well. Right. No, nothing is like you said, nothing is black and white. Right. Uh, as it is with our, our, our politics even today, uh, as we know. So um, for, for you, Hilyati, uh, you did also play the role uh, of the king. Am I correct in the first production in, in 2019? Yes, yes. Okay. And, and and maybe you want to tell our audience a little bit about the character that you play. Um, the character of Lion King. Basically, basically this character, they have, he have this, he need to make a decision. Mm-hmm. What is right? What is wrong for him uh, and for other people? So as a king, he need to decide uh, for the subject. But as a king, as a father, he need to decide for his son, the hundred son. So basically, as a father, I the character wants the throne to be given to the son. Mm. But the son is not uh, how to say, it's not the best <laughs> option, the best mm. uh, candidate to be the king. Hence, uh, the the universe speak at the end. Well, the Blind King also has an obligation to return the throne back to his uh, the, the, the offsprings of his brothers. 
You okay. know, so it's a very yeah, it was a complicated back history, like. Mm, okay, okay. I guess you don't want to give too much away, or so. But you know, yeah. um, but there is a lot of like those universal themes, right? There's, there's, I guess, betrayal. There's about a lot about uh, family relationships. Of course, there's war. Uh, and, and one thing I was reading: a lack of vision from people with power. Right? Would I be? Would that be accurate? Those are the sorts of themes that are being tackled through the through the opera. Um, I don't think that um, the the issue would be a lack of uh, vision. Um, he obviously the, the the character obviously has a vision of his own. Okay. Um, it's just that he his vision is um, he he wants the throne to be passed on to his offspring, but at the same time he has an obligation to fulfill as the king um, because he has an agreement that he made an agreement to return the the throne. So it's it's about. Um, now, so, so this conflict arises within the character that Achilleati plays as to whether or not he should stop the war or whether he should ca- carry on with the war and um, bank on the possibility that his hundred sons can win. Mm. It, yeah. So, you know, so there's this gamble that he's playing with fate, the king. Okay. Uh, Okay. Okay. All right. Sounds sounds really exciting. And and for you, Ahilyati, you know, you're reprising the role. How did you prepare for it? You know, you are approaching. How did you approach the character's identity? Uh, also, you know, the fact that he is blind. You know, how was that for you as a performer to prepare? For me, uh, during the rehearsal floor, of course, we have to read and read again the 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 script. And another thing, the sitting asked me to go and understand about uh, Dharma in the, how does the drama play a role in a Mahabharata uh, epic? So from there, I try to understand that and then try to adapt to the character um, behavior, how we react, how we he think, and how does the conflict of the character, whether he what he wants to achieve and how he tried to achieve his objective in this particular uh, play. Um, and Sekdim, you know, when... I guess, you know, I also am curious to know what you look for, uh, you know, w- with the actors that you work with, right? And why did you cast uh, Hilyati, a, a woman, uh, to play the role uh, of a male blind king? Hmm. Well, one of the one of the themes one of, uh, that, that come up in uh, the, in the story is the theme of uh, inheritance um, and succession. And this is all happening in the male world. So that the, the patriarchy is essentially um, one of the big uh, things about the, the story, mm. right? Um, by putting a woman acting as the king, essentially saying the lines about inheritance and you know saying the lines about succession, I, I want to bring attention to this issue. So essentially, I'm bringing it up without essentially bringing it up. Now. So you, you juxtapose something that is... Uh, uh, not quite what it's supposed to be, and then you draw attention to that. Mm. Yeah, so that that is essentially what what I want to do. Otherwise, we would end up having uh, an all male cast. cast. Um, but how do you, you know, as the director, how do you challenge your actors? You know, what do you expect from them? You know, to to yeah, what do you expect from them? I expect them to essentially understand the the the, the, the motivations of what the characters want, um, and take their time to process these motivations and and develop an internal 
an internal uh, action plan. So how do they move from one one minute to the next minute to the next minute to the next next minute? Not only through the external actions, but through the internal um, psychological movements as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and for you, Hilyati, you know, taking on this role, I'm sure it must have been uh, there must have been some challenging things as well for you. I mean, uh, has it been challenging, or have you been you know quite excited to take this on? It is very challenging for me this for this round compared to the last one. Um, of course, we had to work with the character to understand um, to understand the subtext of the play again and again. From uh, each rehearsal, will end up with a new um, discovery. At least for me, as the character. So actually, this character, I think, is quite a journey for the character and me to grow um, to be yeah. To be whatever we're going to preserve on stage. Okay, yes. so it's been. I mean, and you've had to take on, I guess, different approaches as well, right? Completely, uh, yeah, completely interesting role, new role, different even from uh, twenty nineteen sort of version of who the king was, right? Yes, very. Okay. And of course, with four pengiring compared to one pengiring, and then we have another suara for to me to. Match the respond, respond to, to yeah. respond to yeah because you don't see them right so you're basically going based on sound and feel and instinct and things like that right yes. okay okay so I mean <laughs> no easy feat there and and I do understand also that there are four people playing the pengiring uh, Sekton tell me why uh, that's yeah why you decided to go uh, with that sort of uh, way of doing it okay essentially the the blind king doesn't see the pengiring mm. and the peng- uh, the blind king receives the pengiring's uh, presence through their voice, the pengiring's voice. So he hears this pengiring, and the pengiring at times uh, cajoles the king, at times he lectures the king, and at times he teases the king. So the pengiring takes on multiple uh, personalities, so to speak. Yeah. So I thought, you know, I needed um, I needed a, a chorus. And uh, to to support Jin Yin's singing, and um, at the same time, I thought I could I could use this opportunity to expand um, what the pengiring means. So hence the the pengiring. So it's it's the lines of the pengiring is essentially split between the four uh, car- uh, the four performers, and they each carry an aspect of uh, the personality of the pengiring. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it is interesting also for uh, the role of the king, right? You know, as you said, they never see who the pengiring is, so they're hearing all these different facets of of this pengiring's personality coming through in these four different characters. Well, four different voices, but the same character. Yes, that's right. Yeah, displaying different. Okay, all right, got it. And um, of course, you know, another unique aspect I was reading about is that despite, you know, being called an opera, you guys have been rehearsing without a music score, right? I mean, can you tell me uh, how you guys have been develop- developing that? Well, this this begins it begins from the point that Johan says he doesn't want yeah. to write any more music. I figured, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, I said, okay, you know, but we have an opera to, to, to deliver. So he says, okay, so he says, um, so I said to him, well, you got to at least give me something, you know, you got to give me uh, light uh, motifs or you got to give me uh, something, something to go Something, right? <laughs> yeah, something. So I said, okay, uh, he wants to try to, to he'll, he'll give a, 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 a set of um, sound, sound motifs, 
and he'll give the, the melody line of the soprano. So we, we had a workshop to work out um, sort of a menu, you know, a, a menu of uh, sound patterns. So we have like, like <clears throat> four sound patterns that um, then he said, okay, here, you can use these and you can put them in the play anywhere you want and you can put them anyhow you want. So we began the process of the rehearsal by, you know, inserting here, layering over there, uh, maybe cutting a piece over here and then putting it somewhere else and expanding that. Um, so that was how it was built. Um, on the rehearsal floor with Johan attending every one of the rehearsals and, you know, either nodding his head. Actually, <laughs> Johan was very, very, it's very, very kind. It's very easy to work with and uh, we've got a great working relationship. So he doesn't, he has never said no. Um, he's essentially just saying that, okay, maybe if you want to do that, maybe we, should, we need to change the voice quality. So he will adapt. He will he will work with the actors and he will you know adapt the 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 vocal work the new the vocal nuances to to uh, to make it work to make it happen. Okay, and I I know I know it's it's very unique sort of experience, right? This whole process that has been happening here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but you're quite. I mean, I'm sure you're very ha uh, happy with uh, what's come up, and it's been very collaborative, has it not? Uh, you know what uh, the final product is going to be. Absolutely. It's been a, a wonderful experience to, to work with all of them. They have all, all the actors have um, shown very unique qualities about who they are as performers. And uh, some of the decisions that were made uh, for the performance um, came about in the process of the rehearsal when the performers themselves act accidentally reveal a certain way of doing things that only they could do or a certain quality about their voice which only they had or a certain characteristic that was peculiar to them. So you can essentially say that this, this performance was built, built according to the, the idiosyncrasies of uh, this group of performers. That's so interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that. what's the word I'm looking for? It's very um, modular, yeah? It's almost like, yeah. Yeah, yeah quite modular. Mm. Okay. So, you know, it's going to be a bit of a problem if we restage this like two years down the line. <laughs> <laughs> More workshopping then will definitely have to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But talk to me a little bit about, you know, the other uh, the other performers yeah, that, that uh, are taking on all the other different roles. Who else will we be seeing on stage? Uh, maybe uh, Hilyati, you want to take this? Who else are sharing the stage with you? Um, we have, of course, we have Jin Ying, Tan Jin Ying as a soprano singer. And for the pengiring, we have four of them, four boys. Uh, we have Desmond, Kabilan, we have um, Weihen. Weihen, and we have... And then Jin Yin. Yeah. And Jin Yin, okay. And so quite a multicultural uh, and, and quite a young cast as well. Would I be right in saying that? Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Quite a very, very young cast, actually. Yeah. Okay. I think mid-30s is the, is the oldest. Okay, and that's interesting, right? Taking on is sort of like a like a like a, like an ancient epic, uh, but you know, contemporized as well. Would I be right in saying it's been contemporized as well? I mean, we're dealing with um, no, not quite, right? Yes, it's yes. contemporized. It's contemporized. The the, the the main story is unchanged. Of course, you know, you can't change the sequence of actions sure. that lead up to the the war. <laughs> but what what Johan has taken liberties in is in imagining the conversation. Mm -hmm. Imagining the conversation the Pengiring would have with the king. with the king, and of course Jin Yin's singing, um, Johan's music is uh, 
uh, compositions are very contemporary, and he uses a lot of unusual intervals in the writing of the song. So that will come across as extremely modern as well. Okay. Um, and of course, you know, the, the movements and the, the way that the, the actors present themselves and the cadences, these are all very contemporary ways of uh, speaking and, and uh, presentation as well. Mm -hmm. And for anyone who might not understand BM, will there be like things like surtitles or subtitles and things like that? Yes, we have surtitles. And we are proud to, to, to say that our surtitles are professionally translated by... <laughs> 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 by a professional translator. Uh, his name is Yi Hengye. He's an up-and-coming poet. Oh. Um, there's a lot of uh, works, translating works. Uh, uh, well, on, uh, which you can which you can find online. Okay, all right. So we'll definitely check that out. So I guess you know, just for anyone who's going to come and watch you guys, you know, what do you hope uh, that they might take away, or that they might, you know, uh, what what do you hope they'll come and experience uh, from Malam Takdir? Well. We hope they have a good time, and uh, yeah. <laughs> we hope they have a good time and um, be able to, you know, I suppose, apply or you know maybe maybe think about what what the issues that are, are presented uh, in the story are and how it, you know it can be relevant to themselves. Okay, and and for... essentially, we want, essentially we want them to we want the audience to, to enjoy themselves. And we've, we've, you know, the things that ha happen on stage um, are exciting enough, and um, and the, the the actors are presenting it in a way that um, are really quite beautiful to watch. Mm -hmm. Okay, and and for you, Hilyati, what do you hope uh, your audience will take away? Mm, same thing, like <laughs> <laughs> um, same thing, but of course, we, I'm looking forward to see how their feedback towards the play. Um, about the issue that we are talking about and what they take after the performance. Of course, it will give us as a performer a different uh, perspective to look at. Well, yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I guess you know how all these themes are still, yeah, you know, still relevant uh, even from from then till now. You know, it's it's yeah, we're still facing some of these challenges today. Um, so of course you guys had a uh, a wonderful run over in Penang, but you know, folks in in KL, Malam Takde will be staged on Saturday the fifth and Sunday the sixth of August, and that's over at Nero Event Space at the Petaling Jaya Performing Arts Center in Wanutama or PJ Pack. Uh, on Saturday the performance is at eight thirty p.m. and uh, on Saturday and Sunday. It is also at 3 p.m. Tickets are priced at 70 ringgit and can be purchased at onetix.com. That's onetix.com. And of course, you know, more information available at Five Art Center, uh, Five Art Center's website. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram. But now for a couple of lucky listeners, the good folks of Five Arts are offering a pair of complimentary tickets to attend Malam Takdir uh, on any of those performances. You just need to answer this question correctly. Which of these two epics inspired Malam Takdir? Is it A, the Mahabharata or B, the Ramayana. So just send me the correct answer, your full name and email address via WhatsApp to 018-789-8899. If you hear back from us, you are one of those lucky listeners. Uh, so yeah, do send your answers now. But Sektim and uh, Hilyati, thank you so much for joining me today. Can't wait to see you guys on stage. Uh, so again, you know, do get your tickets uh, at onetix.com.my or find out more information by following Five Arts. If you miss any part of our conversation today, you can always search for the podcast at B 
bfm.my slash front dash row. You can also find it on the BFM app. This has been Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.